0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I got to tell you, Jeff Bezos is pretty happy tonight. He's got a good game. This is a good one. Yeah, well, he's paid enough for these games to actually get one good one. It was like when you went Excuse through me. your baseball cards when you were a kid and they were yes. all doubles, but every once yes. in a while you'd get one that you really, oh, okay. We're rolling. Could burn these other 14
1: in the stick of gum, but uh, at least I got this one. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one here. Uh, Seahawks leading Dallas 35-30 uh, somewhere in his palatial estate. Mm-hmm. Michael Kay is smiling. You know, he has uh, – I think he took Seattle in this game, if I'm not did mistaken. Did he? I thought he took Dallas. I thought he took – to cover? Yeah, I thought he so. He took Seattle. Oh, did he take Seattle? Okay. He took Seattle. Yeah, he took – and the reason why I know he took – the reason why I thought he took Seattle Gordon was he was getting berated by his teammates – for the fact that it you know he's very conservative on Thursday night he's a one- point play guy on Thursday well look at least hes he, at least he's got some skin in the game on Thursday yes. night
0: right you need yeah. a little skin in the game
1: yeah absolutely. absolutely you start
0: if you don't have any skin in the game it becomes a lot more boring yeah yeah although this is a little more stressful this than is I a think fun game <laughs> but you didn't
1: know that you were going to get this kind of game no not at all not at all not at all so Gordon um very curious this week. To watch, not the Jets offense. I'm not curious to watch that. Oh, no. but I, but I, was, I am curious. I'd check you into a hospital if you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious to see how this defense plays because they have not played well the past two weeks. They have, uh, and once again, you know, you could, you could give me all the all the reasons. Absolutely, they're on the field all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they shoot themselves in the foot, so on and so forth. But still, they don't give themselves that. That. Uh, you know, excuse. When you hear them, they always say we have to be better than this. We can be better than this. So here's a situation where, and once again, you know, I get it. They have to defend. <laughs> they have to get turnovers, and they have to score on those turnovers, Gordon. It's a lot to do for a defense. I understand it's a lot to do, but for the things that they can control, they've not done well the past two weeks. So I want to see if they step up and and show something against a an offense, Gordon, that. You know is not exactly you know air Falcons. this is a this is an offense, and you heard Josh talk about it. the quarterback turns the ball over, he doesn't hold on to the ball, just inconsistent. so this is a game that the defense should be able to you know really show what they can do. The Falcons are primarily their offenses around the
0: run, and the Jets generally do a pretty good job stopping the run or should at least start you know a halfway decent job stopping the run. That's what they got to do. They didn't do it last week against Miami. Nope. Uh, and you're right. For all the talk about oh the Jets defense, the Jets defense, you, you got to show up. You can't be having back to back bad games when the season's kind of hanging in the air. And you take a look at the last few weeks. I mean, they got they got they gave up a lot of points against the Chargers. They gave up a lot of points against the Dolphins. You got to be able to hold these teams in check and hope that eventually something. You, it's not like you're going to get three touchdowns out of the offense. If you get one, no. that's going to be a lot. So you got to kind of keep it where it's. It's, it's a playable game, and uh, they've not done that the last couple of weeks.
1: They've not, and you could just see <laughs> when they give up 10 or, or, I mean, 10 or more points, Gordon, they're kind of like, well, I guess this is over. <laughs> this is over, right. <laughs> you know, so it's been kind of rough on them, but I, I would have to say from a mental standpoint last week, Gordon, and you pointed it out, I mean, for you to get a pick six oh, my and then another interception – Mm-hmm. and end up being down further at <laughs> halftime <laughs> right. than when you were before you did that. Right. That's not easy fences. for – mentally, Gordon, that's not easy for a defense to rebound from.
0: No, you got two interceptions in a span of 60 seconds, and you were losing by more points after the second one than you were after the first one. That's – it's almost mind-boggling to believe. And It's hard to do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that Tim Boyle's going to be any better this week. I, I can't believe that they're going to stick with Tim Boyle. I mean, the move when, when we were all yelling and screaming about Zach Wilson, a, I think we all wanted a change because he needed a change. We all needed a change. But I think most of us thought at least give Simeon Simeon's at least played. Now, yeah. he's not played recently, but I think he's clearly the better option between him and Tim Boyle. And nothing that Boyle did last week. Oh, my God, he was a disaster. He was. He was was so bad, Larry. There are people in the media saying out loud, maybe we should go back to Zach Wilson. No, no. no. We do not need to see any more of Zach Wilson.
1: I mean, the Jets have given him too many chances. Oh, my gosh. Too many chances. (laughs) And he hasn't taken advantage of it. And that's on him. That's not on them. Every time it's the same thing. It is. is. you ever have
0: like a food that you, you, you keep trying to like but you just don't like it and you keep trying it, you keep trying it, it's still the same eh, I don't like it. Yeah. No that's what that's do. Zach Wilson. They keep trying the food. They know they don't like it. You don't yeah. have to like it.
1: You don't. Just don't don't
0: it's eat it. It's not good. Anymore. Right. You know, so. y- yeah, you can't go. I mean, what would be they would look even more ridiculous. Yeah. It it's it almost you know what they you you know what we should do? we should ask the Jets, what do you think you should do? And then force them to do the opposite of whatever that is. Because there's a better chance of that working than anything that they've come up with here the last three years. They have gotten it wrong every step of the way. It's amazing. You would figure at some point if you fall down the stairs, you get to the bottom of the stairs. With the Jets, the staircase is endless.
1: They just keep rolling. They just keep rolling down the
0: hill unbelievable it's
1: bad it's like a
0: bottomless pit
1: it's it's bad but it's at bad least, at least Salah had the the right decision to make Zach Wilson third
0: yes not second. oh my god at least they got that. so this
1: mind. way you know he if something happens boy should get injured or something like that mm-hmm. it's not going to be Zach Wilson it would then be Trevor Simeon which makes you wonder Gordon after watching Boyle And I'm not sure about Simeon, but it makes you wonder, (laughs) forgive me, did Zach Wilson really give them the best chance to win?
0: Uh, Well, I've seen Boyle enough of him to tell him He's not really any – is he really that much worse than Zach Wilson? I mean, I think he's kind of the same. Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe he's a little bit worse, but he's not – I mean, Zach Wilson's got time after time after time. Yeah. Boyle's not very good, and and the fact that Boyle is is kind of the same as Zach Wilson is really an indictment of Zach Wilson. I would think that well, two things: a, dear Lord, the the, the quarterback room that Joe Douglas has thrown together here, it's un- You couldn't find three guys that were worse. This is you trying to find a solution. Oh my Lord, it's it's that bad. But I would think that the one guy that – I'm not telling you he's going to be great, but at least Mm -hmm. I think he has the possibility. He's done something in the NFL. Yes. And that would be Trevor Simeon.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: I (laughs) I can't believe I'm on a radio station yelling, they got to try Trevor Simeon.
1: Oh, my goodness. He's the best of the worst. Yeah, he's the least dirty shirt. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, Mike Tannenbaum was around, and he had some thoughts on what the Jets need to do going forward because we've had the discussions – you know, on the draft, should it mm-hmm. be offensive lineman? Should it be quarterback? Mm-hmm. I was in uh, coming from the schools, uh, Gordon. Today, I was listening to Bart and Han, and they had a nice, interesting discussion earlier today about whether the jet, what the Jets should do. And of course, Alan Han wants an offensive lineman, and Bart Scott wants a quarterback, and they're both giving both sides of how they feel. Both will go, and it was interesting conversation because you know. Allen was like, you got to go all in with Aaron Rodgers. So you need whatever it gets whatever you need to get him to the next step, which is an offensive line. You need to make that happen. And Bart's like, well, when's the last time he had a really good offensive line? Well, what, does, does, do offensive linemen play well in their first year? And then Allen, you know, uh, shot back. was the last time they had a really good quarterback that played well in the first year? So it was an interesting discussion. So I can't wait to hear how uh, – Our GM, Mike Tannenbaum, weighs in. We'll hear from him next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry
0: Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
2: The reality is they need a quarterback for the future. If we learned one thing this year, like, you know, Zach Wilson... It's just not happening, like, by any metric, right? So, you need a quarterback, and ideally, with that said, I would be aggressive, you know, with the offensive line. You know, you're looking at a bunch of guys, you know, back then, I, it, who knows if they even have Dwayne Brown back, guys that have had durability issues. Like, to me, what I would be committing to Aaron Rodgers is, like, we're going to come back with eight starters. And the best thing that could happen is, if, if we stay healthy, maybe we'll trade one at the trade deadline. But we have to go into the season next year with eight starting offensive linemen.
1: Mike Tannenbaum earlier today on 98.7 ESPN, Gordon Damer, Larry Hardesty. and you know what, Gordon, he's right. Um, and I've said this, and I get it. I understand what people say. You can't throw, you you can't pick a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is here and whatnot. And so I get that. But here's the other side of that. Okay, here's the other side of it. The other side is, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers I'm getting next season, Gordon. I don't know. I mean, he comes back early from the Achilles. Who's to say that he's going to be, you know, the Aaron Rodgers that was in Green Bay? Now, I would think that even, you know, a step down Aaron Rodgers is better than anything the Jets have. I will concede that. There's no question. Mm -hmm. But going forward, once again, if he plays well and things go close to what you hope they do, you're not going to be in a position to get a top-flight quarterback next season. Your record would be too good. Hopefully, I mean that should be the least of your problems. So now you're going back to maybe another year or two. Well, listen, I'd rather have draft a quarterback, go ahead and have him sitting behind, learning from Aaron Rodgers, the way the way Zach Wilson was supposed to be learning from him, rather than you know to to wait and then have to go bad again to wait another three or four years to try to get him back up to speed again.
0: Yeah. The problem is, is that it's like the uh, Apollo Creed line. There is no tomorrow. Like they need to, it, the pressure got removed this year, but whatever pressure there was coming into this year is going to be on the next year ratcheted up an extra notch that they need to make the playoffs. Otherwise it doesn't matter who Joe Douglas takes. He ain't going to be around to see them <laughs> succeed right. or fail. And mm-hmm. I get what we're saying. We're all kind of talking in a vacuum right now. Would you take a lineman? Because we don't know where they're going to be picking. We don't know who's going to be available. Do we really want Joe Douglas picking another quarterback? Yeah, I know what you saying. Would you trust but... his judgment on another quarterback? If you have a friend and he tells you, oh, man, you've got to watch this show, and you turn the show on and you turn it off after 20 minutes, are you going to take another
1: recommendation from that guy on, a, on the next TV show? I'm no. not. No, I would take what he said and go and pick somebody else. Yeah. I would say no. Don't pick him. Pick somebody else based on your last. No, don't pick him. Pick another person. I, I just I would not trust Joe. Du-
0: I mean, it, it, it's one thing to get it wrong. He got it yeah. so wrong. This guy can't play. Yeah, it's. I hear what you're saying, Gordon. You're right.
1: There's there's, there's no and, comeback I have for you. Yeah. On, on that.
0: And, and and the other guys in the free like everybody bring it. Well, all the guys stunk. Well, I mean, Trey Lance really hasn't gotten a chance to play. He got hurt. He came in, he he played a little bit. He wasn't great, but he was a rookie. He got hurt. He never really got another chance. Mac Jones, I think that there is something there with Mac Jones and he can be better than what he's looked so far at New. I think New England the, the entire offense is atrocious and he has been failed by the coaching staff and partly on his on his own, um but there was something there his rookie year. So he's a little bit I, – I, I just can't – I would not feel comfortable allowing that guy to pick another quarterback. Well, are you comfortable allowing him to pick an offensive lineman? Well, I mean, at least some of the linemen he's t- – I mean, if Eric Tucker's a good player, he just gets hurt all the time. mm mm-hmm. um, You know, I think that he's done a, a decent job in some other areas, uh, and and he is going to have – the one thing that Joe Douglas generally does well is when he has a really high pick, and it seems like he's going to have a really – he's going to have another top five pick this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's the way it looks.
0: I, I just I, – I would think that with Rodgers here – I get it. If it were in a vacuum, yes, of course you take the quarterback. Of course you take – the you need a quarterback. If you get another – if you get a full 17 games out of Aaron Rodgers next year, play the lottery. Uh, you guys have lucked out. And that might be it for him. And he might say, okay, you know, it is what it is, and, and I'm going to retire now. So you have no idea – and when he leaves you're at ground zero again. You're you're back to square one. So I get it. Yes, of course you have to take a quarterback. I just don't know if the Jets have that ability given some of the, given some of the things that have gone into it.
1: The fact it that Rodgers be, is here. It would be Brett Favre again. And Brett Favre left to go to Minnesota and the Jets ended up trying to find a quarterback and they ended up getting Mark drafting Mark Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So um you know, it, it would be the same situation. So it, it's it's a tough one. And then again, Gordon, maybe it's you know I, I don't know the offensive lineman. I haven't started to do that yet, Gordon, because it's so familiar to me. But I'm just trying to wait till the very last minute. <laughs>
0: right, we'll have time, Larry. Don't worry, yeah, we will have
1: time before I start doing that, digging into that. But you know, I, I, maybe Gordon, it's a pretty good idea to to trade down and get a bunch yeah. of picks because you need more than one thing. Absolutely, and you can still well, get an offensive lineman and and some other pieces that you need. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: if the Jets. If we go worst case scenario and the Jets finish 4 and 13 and they have, say, the third or, or fourth pick, and, um, you know, Caleb Williams is gone, Drake May is gone, or, or say that they're picking third and Drake May is there, uh, and maybe they like Drake May, maybe they don't like, you could get a haul for that pick. Mm hmm. So that might be a possibility. I know there's a kid from Notre Dame. I think his name is Joe Alt. He's expected to go very um, high up in the first round. Um, I've not seen him play all that much, but uh, he he's like the first consensus, first tackle off the board. So I don't know if uh-huh. they go tackle there, I think probably. But, yep. you know, going down that road again.
1: Uh-huh. Here we go again. And don't forget Buddha's quarterback. I'll watch it then. Don't forget him. They're
0: not getting him. I don't think that
1: they're.
0: I I, I would. I would be very surprised if the Jets took a quarterback. I would too. But Ma- you I, know, maybe no. a second round, maybe third round, maybe that's a mm-hmm. possibility.
1: But first round, I think that they're going to do something to. Either they're going to take players. a lineman or they're going to trade down and get a, yeah. and get a bunch get a, of, get a bunch of picks. Yeah. which yeah. which is not a bad idea. More
0: shots at the dartboard. That's if all the picks are fifty fifty, right? Like the first round is generally the hit rate is fifty fifty. Well, I'd rather have two darts than one.
1: Yeah. No question. No question. And, you know, then you... And then, uh, please, do an exhaustive search and, and find, as soon as the NFL window opens, go shopping for a decent backup quarterback next season. That That's that's the second priority for them. A decent backup veteran quarterback for them. They, they have to. They have to. They can't do what they did this year. They can't.
0: You sure about that?
1: Yes. Yes. And you know why I'm sure? Because mm. it's... For Joe Douglas, it's year number six. Yeah. And, and that this is either extend or goodbye. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the sense of urgency ratchets up a notch. For yeah, year, I mean, look,
0: if, if we went into this year saying that it was Super Bowl or bust and it turned out the way that it did and you didn't get even remotely close because of the Rodgers injury, if we're giving you another top five, top six pick – next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Just simply making the playoffs is not enough. Mm-mm. Like getting in at 9 and 8 as a wild card, that ain't enough. If we're if we're now giving you a healthy Rodgers, essentially the same team that you had this year, still a lot of the young talent that you like coming into this year, and now you're going to get to add another big piece like a top 5, top 6 pick at worst. Yeah, I think it I think it means that you have to I don't know that it could be Super Bowl or bust after watching this right now, but it has to be more than just
1: a playoff game or a playoff win. It's got to be a deep run. Mm-hmm. It's got you—you you have to. It's—it's a—it's conference game. It's—it's—it's it's, it's at mm-hmm. least—it's conference game or it's a close loss to a, a Kansas City or a Cincinnati or somebody like that that you didn't get to the conference game. It's got to be a deep run. It's got to yeah, be. I mean, that
0: might be it for Rogers after next yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely, Who knows?
1: absolutely. Because you don't know how he's going to. You don't know how the Achilles is going to respond. No. You know, and and sometimes not, you know, not wishing anything. But you know, Gordon, sometimes players they work so hard to heal one side of their body, they overcompensate, sometimes, and the other yeah. side, you know, is weaker, and then now you have an, an, an issue that way. So mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, we, we're just hoping that for the Jet fans, Gordon. Not you, I'll say this. You can't No, say not man. I'm I'm you I'm can't say against it. them. You you're, you're yes.
0: happy with the way things Oh are. god, this this season Larry has been like a sports nirvana. I've just sat back and now it's a rough watch. It's a yes. rough watch for Jet fans, it's a rough watch for people who are not Jet fans who are just forced to watch. It's, it's tough to keep your eyes open sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. But uh you know, I They got to get a good win. They, they they need a break. <laughs> they need a break or they've been They've been persecuted too long. Nah. They need a break.
0: <laughs> they need a break. Well, I, I would think at this point, you know, we had the conversation with the Giant fans. Oh, I don't want to win anymore. I would think if you're a Jet fan now, I wouldn't want to win any more
1: games now. Yeah. But I don't think they have to worry about that. No, but I'm saying, scoring. like, in,
0: in the rooting interest of things, yeah. I wouldn't want to win another game, A- Keep Rogers away from the field mm-hmm. to keep him to get him healthy for next year, so we know as close to 100 percent as he can be, let him be then, that, then. Yeah. and then if I can if you can add a four or a fifth, the top four or five pick to this group, another yeah. kind of foundational piece, mm-hmm.
1: That's how you you're going to get out a of a bunch it. of pieces?
0: Yeah, you, this is how you're going to get out of it. you're going to get out of it through the draft. Yeah. Uh, The Jets have learned this year shortcuts generally don't turn
1: out that good. Nope. And then if you got some money you can, you know, spread sprinkle a little bit. Sprinkle Mm -hmm. in spots. Like your backup quarterback. Sprinkle there. That's what you need to sprinkle. Yeah, they
0: they they do sprinkle there, boy. They sprinkle it.
1: Yeah, but they need to they need to do a little better than what they did this year. No doubt about that.
0: Well I will say this, Larry. They can't do any worse.
1: Yeah. But they could do the same. That would that would be worse. (laughs) And that would be worse.
0: I mean, do you think Zach Wilson will still be on the team next year?
1: He's still on the contract,
0: right? Next year's year four, right?
1: Yep. Oh I, my gosh. I know Josh. They can't possibly do that again. He could, he, he could still be there. Oh he could be lord. number three. Oh my lord! He could be number three. When we return, oh, we'll talk about the Knicks, a team that wins. That's next on ninety-eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on
0: 98.7 ESPN.
1: Gillian Hayes with 12 points. Randall brings it to the foul line. Pump fake now to Brunson on the right wing. Guarded tightly by Hayes. Steps away
0: from him into a three-pointer. Right wing is good. The seventh three-pointer for Jalen
1: Brunson. Panel key. Wally Zerbiak with the call here on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon three of Jalen Brunson's 42 points as the Knicks needed every single one of them to beat the Detroit Pistons to extend their losing streak to 16 consecutive games. It, it, I, this might sound
0: a little uh, greedy or a little out there. I, I was not really concerned that the Knicks would lose this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There, there was, And it's not that long ago that even if they had a little bit of a lead in a game like t- like tonight, that I would thought, oh they're going to they're going to they're going to lose this game. They they they're, they're, they're going to find a way to lose this game. So um it was not always pretty. It felt like they had that big first quarter and kind of took the foot off the pedal a little bit and, the, and and look the Pistons shot the ball really well and they're not a good shooting team. Mm-hmm. But uh good teams find a way to beat bad teams and I think the Knicks I think they said on I think Allen said on the the post game they're now 9 and 0 against uh, teams with losing records and Nobody's losing more than the Pistons are losing. so yeah, that's true. So uh, they, got, they got the job done.
1: And that's what you want. You, yeah. You beat the teams you're supposed mm-hmm. to beat. You're better than they are. You, you go out and beat them. And, and listen, you expect that they're going to give you everything. Now, listen, I give them credit, Gordon, second night, back-to-back. They mm-hmm. were in L.A. last night. They fly across country, and, they you know, it's a young team. And they're desperate. They, they want to end this losing streak. I mean, so they're going out there hard to play. They're not going to just roll the basketball out and give up. They're trying to get over that winning, that losing streak. That's a lot. Gordon, 16 consecutive games? That's a lot. When you play three nights, three, sometimes four nights a week, that's a lot of losses. So they
0: started the year two and one. Yep. Hey, look, things are turning around, guys. This is our year. Yeah. And now they're two and 17.
1: Unbelievable. Wow. That's, that's unbelievable. Rough. That it is, rough. is. There's no question. It is. And if you were ever reminded of how this Nick team used to be, Boy, when you saw Ellis Burks and Kevin Knox there, you're like, "Woo, woo!" I'm glad we graduated a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like a step up in weight class. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. The talent has uh, taken a pretty even without adding the big piece.
1: Yeah, you take a look at
0: where the talent level is now compared to a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's a night and day difference.
1: It is. Is you know, I was looking for Alfred Payton. (laughs) Yeah, where is Alfred Payton these days? (laughs) I'm looking for him to have a reunion with, with the you know with, with the backcourt over there mm-hmm. and whatnot. But uh no, listen. Now the Knicks have a back to back. They're in, they have a game tomorrow night. Once again you can hear right here on ninety eight seventy ESPN. And so that's gonna be the trick now. You know, let's see how they do in the back to backs, Gordon, because that's another thing that has kind of plagued this team throughout the years, is their back to back and it's, it's a mental challenge, right? It's it's you gotta be focused. You know you're gonna be a little winded, you might be tired, but you know, it's it's really about them stacking wins because remember Tuesday, Gordon they have their uh, tournament NBA tournament in season tournament game yeah in Milwaukee. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: uh, I'm I'm sure that they'll be they'll be jazzed up for that. First mm-hmm. things first, Yep. See if they can get another win here. You know, starting to put a little. Well, Put some things some together, yeah, stacking some wins together. So I didn't necessarily expect that to be the case this early on in the season. I thought it might have gotten off to a little bit more of one step forward, one step back. So mm-hmm. uh, I will take it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, you got to be in a team like the Pistons. You don't want to be the yeah. team that's the first team to
1: to lose to a team that's lost basically for a month and a half. Yeah, you don't want to be. You, you, no. And and when they come up on your schedule, you're like, I really hope they win the game before they see us. I really hope they win the game before they see us, because you, like you said, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that person. You don't no. want to be that team. Especially, could you imagine Tom Thibodeau those days? Oh, arr, 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 arr. just just barking. they would be running for days, going just running, uh, just run exhausted. Run, run it again. Run it again. No, cut this way. Run it again. Unbelievable. Uh, Looks like the Cowboys will hold on to win uh, 41-35 in this game. And Mike McCarthy should be ecstatic
0: that they won this game. Yeah, he should be. Because his decision to go for it (laughs) on third down by throwing the ball when Seattle has no timeouts left Mm -hmm. and is trailing by three at that point. I I mean, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. Just run yeah. the ball. They have no timeouts. You're talking basically you're going to give them half the amount of time that they would. They ended up with.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. But no, he just wanted to make it exciting. Sometimes to better to be exciting. lucky than good. No question about it. Little Buddha is on the line from oh, the Bronx. Little Buddha. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, LB.
2: What's up, my guys? It's been a minute. How you guys doing?
0: We're good, Little B.
2: Yeah, try, to, try to make some money, man. I got a lot of Christmas shopping coming up. Ugh. <laughs> I hear you. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Julius Randall. His birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a shout-out to Bo Jackson, the great Bo Jackson. Today's his birthday, man. He turned 61 today. Wow.
0: Bo Time Jackson. One. Wow. 61, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyhow,
2: um, yeah, I, I just want to say uh, – quick about this Aaron Rodgers situation I mean I was I was crossing the street a year ago um, a bike hit me from the opposite way and the bike left hit and run um, landed on the ground hard my caliber broke, broke went to the hospital overnight I was in the cast for a month and a half But the, even after the month and a half the doctor said you, you could walk around without the cast but you still need more time to heal so what I'm trying to say is that I'd rather see Aaron Rodgers be at 90% next season than to come back now and be at 50%. I mean, what you guys think?
1: Well, there's no question, little Buddha. We don't want him to come back. I mean, I can speak no. for Gordon. Thanks for the yeah. phone call. We don't want him to come back. There's no need for him to come back. Uh, the question's going to be whether he comes back or not and who makes that decision. I know he wants to come back, Gordon. You know he mm-hmm. does. He yeah. wants to be on the field. You get it. You understand it. As a competitor, I got it. But as a wise man, he should not want to get back on the field. And I'm curious how this is going to uh, turn out in the sense of if he doesn't come back, is it going to be because of the, him getting a setback? Is it because the mobility is not going to be there? as quickly as you think it might be there uh, or I'm just curious to be what's going to be the reason that will, that he will not be able to come back because if, it, if I mean, if it's close, I think he wants to give it a try.
0: Is there a scenario where he could come back and only play like a couple of plays just to say that he's, he came back. To me, this season for the Jets is lost. There is nothing to be gained by having him step on the field for another play. It's all about next year. Yeah. Get ready for next year. Be yeah. ready for next year. We need you next year. Not even the great Aaron Rodgers can save this season. No. So the reason why him, whether or not he plays or not, is so fascinating is not because he's going to make an impact or anything like that. It shows you who's calling the shots. Uh He wants to play, and if he ends up playing, that tells you, well, you can – the Jets could have the first pick in the draft, and they're not taking a quarterback.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Yep. It just tells you just – like, we don't know what the state of the organization truly is behind the scenes, but if he steps on the field this year, it's because he wants to, and he's calling the shots.
1: Yep, no question. And it also means that Cobb will be back and Lazard will be back. They can't bring Turner Cobb back. Will be they back. Can't, they can't, Larry, they can't bring Cobb
0: back. There's no way they can bring Cobb back. Uh, I don't the... care. I wish I – Larry, why can't I have a friend like Aaron Rodgers who will just get me jobs and get me money and, and I don't even do anything? Randall Cobb has three catches more than I do and I haven't played in a game.
1: Who who has a better chance of coming back, Wilson or Cobb? I would think Wilson.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, they cannot bring – if they bring back – I mean, that is the biggest joke going I'm sorry. Joe Leo bring him back as a coach.
1: Joe Leo said, Cobb, easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's wishful thinking. That's what that is, and I understand it. I really do. <laughs> He's making
0: $3 million this year.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I know. I know. Uh, Gordon, we're going to take a break and Mm -hmm. go around the NFL. But first, I have uh, somebody who wants to talk to you.
0: All right. Yep.
1: Your good friend Lonnie from Harlem. Oh, Lonnie from Harlem, my pal. Hi, Lonnie.
3: Uncle Gordon, OG Larry, Sir Harvey, Joe Leo. What's going on? Shout out to the company. Shout out to Downtown TV. Uncle G just wanted to call in, hopefully get the first one in, even though it's a couple minutes away. Just wanted to wish you a big happy birthday Chef.
0: Oh, thank you, Lana. That's very kind of you. Yes. I And I do believe I haven't checked any social media or anything like that. I believe you're the first one on. So uh, kudos to you, my friend. Thank you.
3: And that's not just for me. Of course, it's from everybody in the company as well. So we I appreciate it. I don't you know if it's from
0: everybody in the company. I know you speak for the company. and There's some members of that company that's not, they're not fans of me. But I appreciate you
3: I wouldn't portraying that it that all. way. I appreciate. I that. wouldn't. I wouldn't say that at all. I think, like I said, I think we do have a lot of love for everybody on the station. That's awesome. You know, some some hosts might rub people the wrong way, but mm-hmm. listen, you're here to bring people together, and that's, always, that's what I do. You know, right? we we appreciate you for that. Just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday, and that's about it. You guys have a great night. All
1: right, Lonnie, thank you, Lonnie. Thank you very
0: much, my friend. Appreciate uh, it. Kind. Nice job. Out Too of you,
1: kind. Gordon. You kids who are so. What you got planned for tomorrow? I don't have
0: anything planned. It's 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 up to everybody else to make the plans. So we shall see what uh, I think. Really, Saturday is going to be. You know, I got the, I got the show on Saturday. So Friday's a lot of a lot of. We got to put together a new polar opposite of power rankings uh, list Mm -hmm. there. Uh, we got to come up with some things that I learned on TikTok this week. Mm-hmm. My NFL picks have been on fire the last couple of weeks. I'm by on fire. They've not been losing weeks. So that's, that qualifies as on fire. So we got to keep that string going to kind of nice. dig ourselves out of the hole that we have found ourselves in. So we got a lot, a lot of stuff to do on the actual birthday. So we'll
1: probably hold it to Saturday. Nice little dinner or something along those lines. All right. That sounds good. And I know the kids have gone overboard to get you something that you would.
0: Oh, they, I, whether or not they even know it's my birthday will be a surprise. <laughs> yes,
1: my son. What's tomorrow?
0: Friday. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> oh, to be loved. Yes. To be loved and revered by your kids. It's always mm-hmm. great, Gordon. It's always yeah. great. This is ESPN New York tonight
0: with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
1: It's ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Seven minutes away from Gordon Damer turning 25 again. Oh, again. More than twice. No, just once. Let's go around the National Football League. Gordon has a lot of bad games, so I'm only going to give you a couple to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) This has got the AFC playoff implications. When Denver rolls into Houston, both teams are 6-5. and Broncos, as you know, have turned things around, Gordon. They've won five straight for the first time since 2015-2016. Russell Wilson. Didn't really kill you through the air that much last week. 168 yards total, 134 passing, 34 rushing, and two touchdowns. One passing and one rushing in the last game that they were able to get the win. And, of course, Gordon, I tell you, uh, C.J. Stroud is the guy. Everybody's talking about him. 26 of 36, 72.2% completion percentage for 304 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks with a 116 rating. Gordon, he's a little bit good.
0: He is a little bit good. He is. uh, I I mean, the the Houston Texans are everything that the Jets wish they could be, right? Mm -hmm. Defensive head coach, second pick in the draft. They take a quarterback. They turn things around very quickly. They've got skills and skill players, the wide receiver and everything else. Uh, The Broncos during this hot streak have been very turnover lucky. I think they're like um, a plus 13 or 14 in the turnover margin. So that doesn't feel like that can continue forever. So uh, I would be leaning Houston in that game.
1: Because Atlanta is playing the Jets, Detroit is at the Saints. And, of course, the the Falcons and Saints have the same record. But since the Falcons beat the Saints, they have the tiebreaker right now. Jared Goff, 332 yards and two touchdowns, no picks last week for 103.6 rating. And listen, Derek Carr passed for 304 yards in Week 12. Gordon, the fifth game with 300-plus passing yards this season, tied for second most in the NFL this season. Passed for 289 and two touchdowns and no picks in his last start against Detroit. But I'm looking for Alvin Kamara to uh, do a little bit like he did last week. 119 scrimmage yards, 69 rushing, 50 receiving.
0: Yeah, Detroit's got to get back on track after that performance on Thanksgiving. They've had some extra time off. Uh, we talk about the next beating bad teams. The Saints are pretty much a bad team. That's a team that the Lions absolutely should go in and beat. So uh, we'll see if that turns out to be the case.
1: Your Dolphins leading the NFL in total offense, over 430 yards per game, and ranked second in scoring in total. I'm sorry, to lead the NFL in total offense at 430 and a half yards per game, second in scoring offense at 30.8. You are rolling into Washington to play those tough Commanders. Yeah, their defense. Uh, it seems like since the trade deadline, they've kind of
0: cashed in the chips, so hopefully the Dolphin offense can uh, really get rolling again like they did against the Jets on Black Friday.
1: Yes, indeed. And one other game that we'll talk about, Gordon, it is uh, the Sunday big game. 49ers at the Eagles. Brock Purdy, 70-plus completion percentage in five straight starts. Obviously Kristen McCaffrey leading the NFL in rushing at 939 scrimmage yards. Uh, and of course, that defense led by Nick Bosa, It's great, but then again, Jalen Hurts, a career-high five touchdowns, three passing and two rushing in the last outing. This is going to be a good one.
0: Well, look, after watching uh, not this week the Giants, but most weeks the Giants, and then this week the Jets again, we need some really good games. So tonight's was a really good game. Niners, Eagles, that's a really good game. We deserve it.
1: No question about it. Those are the best games this weekend, Gordon, that – We'll have a chance to talk about. I will talk about all of them Sunday following Ranger Sharks, mm-hmm. and it would be nice if I could talk about a Jet win, but I'm not, I'm not expecting. Not that. counting on it. No, yeah, I'm not I counting would, on it. I all. would not go
0: of the games they have remaining. This one would seem to have at least a chance, but you need to score some
1: touchdowns at some point. Some Enjoy point. your birthday, my friend. I will, Larry. Thank weekend, you, my friend. And I'll see you on Monday.
0: Sounds good.